amazing creature, Spider-Man. You and I are not so different. I'm not like you. You're a murderer. Well, to each his own. I chose my path, you chose the way of the hero. And they found you amusing for a while, the people of this city. But the one thing they love more than a hero is to see a hero fail, fall, die trying. In spite of everything you've done for them, eventually they will hate you. Why bother? So, Scott, super exciting. The Spider-Man trailer is here. William Dafoe is back as a Green Goblin, and I am excited. How are you feeling? You know the scene uh, in Batman Forever where the Riddler's just trying the back cave and yells the word joygasm? Pretty much, yeah, pretty much every every Spider-Man fan, I reckon. Yeah, very much. Uh, still, still not showing us the other Spider-Man. We know that we all know they're there. It's one of the worst kept secrets uh, going around around at the minute. But no, they're still not showing us that. And you can argue all day if it's the right decision or not, but. You know, I was I was waiting up until the very last seconds of that trailer to see uh, a wild Andrew Garfield or a wild Toad Maguire appear. Yeah, I'm thinking that they're, they're saving it for the film itself, and why not? Um, you might as well save something big for the for the film, mm-hmm. and perhaps near the end of the trailer, that scene where Mary Jane looks like she's going to fall, perhaps one of them swoops in and and saves her. Mm-hmm. That's what that's. That uh, seems to be a common theory. Yeah, like the theory seems to be, from what I've seen, is that it'll be the Andrew Garfield's band that saves her to get her redeem himself or when mm. he failed to catch Gwen. Yeah, exactly. So that'd be pretty, that'd be pretty cool if that ever the case. They're both, they're still all three are denying that the other two are in it still, but I'm, I'm with you. I'm pretty sure they'll be in it. I mean, it'll be a massive disappointment if they're not let's face it mm-hmm. yeah although i think they're doing a smart thing and that by uh by themselves not saying that they're going to be in it or showing you any footage of them mm. they, they can then say well we didn't say they were going to be in it you you decided you people <laughs> thought in your own heads that they were going to be there we never said it <laughs> true but i still think the uh the disappointment and outrage. I don't think it'd be worth doing. If you haven't done it, I'd slot them in now before it before it goes out. I feel bad for Andrew Garfield at the minute because Tommy Maguire is obviously, you know, other than obviously being in this, he's not really doing much at the minute. Whereas Andrew Garfield's doing a bunch of stuff like indie independent films, and apparently he's doing very well. But every interview he seems to do now, uh, every interview he seems to do, somebody asks him about Spider-Man and he has to deny it. Because, you know, obviously it's not up to him to ruin whether or not he's in it, but I kind of hope he's in it for his own sake because, you know, if he is in it, then he's he's struggling to find new ways to try and deny it while also keeping secret and then try to promote his movie. And if he's not in it, then I feel even worse for him because he's like, inside he's screaming, I'm not fucking in it, let me talk about my movie. <laughs> but then, if he is in it, he's a liar! <laughs> Uh, Toby Maguire sitting laughing at home at Andrew Garfield having to go and blue in the face denying that he's in it where he's like I'm glad I took a wee break so I don't have to do any interviews so nobody asks me about this exactly 
but we see we see even more villains though, don't we? We see um, Electro looking a lot more like the Electro from the comic books. He's not. He doesn't look blue, and he hasn't got that black outfit on anymore. And he's sort of the sort of sparks around him that look a bit like the sort of weird sort of mask the cartoon character used to wear, if you know what I mean, with the, like the sort of star shape, which looks quite cool. Yeah, hundred percent. Uh, Sandman as well, and given mm. what the strange said in the trailer about how the rope kind of been pulled out before they were meant to die and everything, and like they all fight Spider-Man. Uh, everybody who's seen Spider-Man three would know obviously that kind of in the end, uh, Sandman and Peter almost kind of made peace at the end, but clearly he was pulled out before that final fight scene in Spider-Man three. So obviously that's why it explains why he's still a, a villain in this. And then uh, we see in that final scene the lizard. Yeah, I remember they had that brief scene in the last trailer where something jumps out at Peter, and a lot of people said it was either Lizard or Venom. And I subscribed to the theory that it was Venom, but I'm assuming that it's probably going to be revealed that it was Lizard because he's in there kind of as well. So, you know, five villains we've seen. We just need uh, one more to get our, uh, our Sinister Six. You know, I, I wouldn't mind, you know, just throw Michael Keaton in there because, you know, we all know he's still alive. Or did you busy yeah. hanging around with bloody emo Jared Leto on Morbius? <laughs> yeah, well, there's well, there's also um, Rhino who had a, a few a few brief moments in um, Andrew Garfield's second Spider-Man. Mm. What was the yeah. name of the? Is it Paul Gam? Paul Paul Giamatti. That's it. So that could be quite cool. Also. I don't know if you noticed this. I didn't notice it, and then I had to re- when I rewatched it. I did notice it that there's a scene with the go- having our Goblin Rider, but it's in the dark and they look, the suit looks different. So either Willem Dafoe comes in in his original suit and then gets an upgrade later, or maybe we get two versions of a uh, of the Goblin in this movie. You know, I doubt, I doubt it will be James Franco. I'm pretty sure he got cancelled a while ago. Yeah, yeah, but Dane Dane DeHaan was it who played him on and uh, Amazing but, Fireman too, yeah. But it could be an upgrade because um, Doctor Octopus's tentacles um, late in later parts of the trailer, they have like um, red light, like red on them, which they don't in um, the original Spider-Man too, so whether he's got you know upgrade upgraded tentacles or something. Mm-hmm. So I don't know if you noticed that at all. Um, yeah, yeah. As I was saying, Electro looks a bit different, and also um, when you see that pumpkin bomb land on um, on the bridge, that it's orange, and I don't think they were orange in the original um, Spider-Man. So. That's uh, that's another little bit of a change. I could be wrong, so correct me if I'm wrong. But from what I remember, because I always remember thinking you should be orange when when I watched the original film. So um, I think yeah. they have made a few. It looks like they have made a few tweaks here and there. I, I think they were orange. I could be misremembering it. I don't uh, quite know. Don't hold me to that. I'm wondering. Honestly, the only glimpse that we saw of uh, Wonderful. I mean, we heard his voice, and we just saw him with the mask on. Uh, so we don't actually see his face. Do you think? Uh, in any scenes that we've seen without his mask, do you think he'll be DA's kind of like they're doing with Alfred Molina? Uh, could be. Uh, it's hard hard to know. Um, and some, it's weird because that, that that opening scene you see him is the de aging 
looks a bit ropey. But then in other clips from the trailer, the de-aging doesn't look quite as bad somehow. So I don't know if um, it's all it's it's all take some bits are taken from later on and they've reworked some of the de-aging or something. Uh, I'm not too sure. Or maybe it's just the way the effects are. Maybe it holds mm. up better some scenes than it does in others. Yeah, it could be to do with lighting and all sorts of things, I suppose. Sometimes it can vary from like who's behind it, because also Samuel Jackson's DH for much of Captain Marvel, and it looks good in that. But then there are other films where it doesn't look quite as quite as good. Like when they tried de-aging bloody Patrick Stewart in one of those one of the X Men films. I think it might have been the Wolverine Origins film, and it looked just horrible. So you know it varies. Yeah, it has got better. It has got a lot better since. I mean, it's ten plus years ago now, isn't it? Since the Wolverine, mm-hmm. Wolverine ones, and they do a bit more de aging now. So I think, I think they are getting a bit better at it. But it never looks, never really looks totally natural, does it? Unfortunately, mm-hmm. but we also see Spider Man's got a cool new suit as well. With a, looks like it's been infused with a bit of magic, perhaps. Looking, looking at it like a black suit, and you see him with some like magic ring type things don't you so yeah so that looks quite cool and interesting yeah it looks very interesting also i wonder if that'll be given before or after you know the fight scene uh between him and strange because uh we saw glimpses of that uh and some of that footage is reused in this trailer of the fight between him and strange where strange punches him and his astral form comes out uh and it was theorised that they were, they were going to you know, disagree on how you handle the villains and then they basically confirm that's the case in this trailer where Peter doesn't want them to die even though they are villains because like we have seen in it fits with this version of Spider-Man because like he didn't kill the Vulture, the Vulture got arrested and the studio kind of killed himself and then framed Peter for it so this version of Peter isn't a killer. So. Well, the original Green Goblin killed himself basically. He tried to spear... <laughs> Um, Spider-Man with his glider and Spider-Man just jumped out of the way and he ended up spearing himself with it, didn't he? And Doctor Octopus sacrificed himself in the end to stop his machine from taking over. And I was going to ask, do you think do you think he start, he, t- he helps the good guys in the end? Because you see him sort of telling him, well, you hear him telling him, Peter Parker, you're chasing ghosts. And they have that bit of a stand. I don't know if he's in the video or in a or in a cage or something, but they're definitely talking to him, aren't they? Because they're laughing at his name. <laughs> and I'm sure there's a bit, and I'm sure there's a scene where Electro's sh- uh, shooting him off a building later on in the trailer. I don't know if you noticed that at all. Yeah, you see him talking to somebody, then you see yeah, the yellow lightning dot dot was following me. That could be his clever editing of two different scenes, and maybe just Doc Ock gets accidentally hit with the lightning, or yeah, he could just be fighting against Electro or something like that. So I don't know if he will, because like I say, he did kind of turn good towards the end before he died in Spider-Man 2, so there is always room for that to happen. But I'm hopeful about the Spider-Man thing, because like the other Spider-Man coming in, because it would, be, it would even with Doctor Strange's help for like Tom Holland's Spider-Man just to take on all these villains you know, by himself. So having these other Spider-Man kind of team up. And then you got the... You got the well, it's pretty much been confirmed, so sorry if I'm spoiled it, but I think it's pretty much been confirmed that Tom Hardy's Venom is going to appear. But I think he's probably going to be a more, at first be a enemy of Spider-Man, but then become an ally because, you know, 
Venom on the symbiote might not want to trust Venom, but also it, this version of Eddie Brock doesn't have any reason to not trust Peter Parker. So I imagine maybe Tom Hardy's Venom will fight alongside them. All right, I haven't heard anything about Tom Hardy or Venom being in um, this film. To be honest with you, yeah. So that, that that one's news. That one's news to me. That is. Yeah, uh, also I think he's also been left out of the trailers, and I think that's clever. From what I did, with, I did a bit scriptable before we recorded, and uh, I, I see that uh, Marvel pretty much said to Sony, even though Sony's distributing, like, don't show these other Spider-Men in it because I think maybe they think we're showing enough as it is, so don't show these other Spider-Men. I think that's maybe wise. Because uh, again, like as long as there's a bit of doubt in people's minds that the Spider-Man won't be in it, then I think that's what they want. Because you remember when they introduced this version of Spider-Man, they showed him once in a Civil War trailer, like this scene where he takes the shield, and they didn't show any more footage of him before Civil War came out, and they really didn't need to. No, and I think it's right. You've got you've got to save something for the film, haven't you? Where you, you don't want to give everything away in the. That's weird because people complain that they, some films give away too much of the trailers. And now they're complaining because we're not seeing the other Spider-Man. So you've got to you've got to save something, and it'd be cool if if they they could even use more villains from the Spider-Verse if they wanted to. They don't if they're you know from different universes. It doesn't have to be ones we've necessarily already seen in other films. So it'd be quite cool if if they did that and some villains we haven't yet seen um, on screen making an appearance in that climatic battle, perhaps. I think it's actually quite interesting that the first two films that we had, we had Vulture and Mysterio who hadn't been used in live action yet. I think Sam Raimi had talked about uh, using Vulture and Spider-Man 3 before he was kind of told that you know the studio wanted to include Venom. Uh, and there was a theory that Mysterio would eventually, if like, Sam Raimi got a fourth film, that Mysterio would make an appearance. So they managed to use these villains we haven't seen in live action before and then bring about films that we've seen before. So that's quite clever that they've no, they didn't rely on the exact same mm. villains for the first few Tom Holland Spider-Man, and they were bringing in new uh, characters. And I remember there was a scene in the last trailer where, when they see the first Doc Ock scene, he says uh, "Hello, Peter," and people thought it was Ed clever Ed, and that oh, he's talking to Andrew to Tobey Maguire. And then this trailer pretty shows you that that's not the case. But there are some scenes that people do believe that maybe that they are the other Spider-Man are there. They've just been edited out, like maybe that final scene with the other villains coming that. Maybe there is the other Spider-Man there, but they've also edited them. They've edited them out, uh, and I think like Electro and some of the other ones, like Sandman, that might come in during that end scene where Doctor Strange says, "I can't stop them." So like maybe we'll get a couple of villains to start off with, and then more will come as the like multiverse becomes more unstable, so as they like balance it out. So you're not getting too many villains to the one go, and maybe they can avoid the mistakes of other v- movies namely other Spider-Man movies that have had too many villains. Yeah, I mean, it looks like you're going to get um, Doctor Octopus and um, Green Goblin quite early on, but some of the others perhaps might come to the floor uh, later on as we move, as you say, to the climax of the film. I've got to say, um, Electro looks far more powerful in this film than he, than he did in uh, the Andrew Garfield film. Yeah, and I'm wondering if they'll explain why his lightning looks different, or maybe it'll be Marvel. Marvels will just basically play it off as no, he's the same character, but we just made him look more comic accurate because you know him being all blue was fucking stupid. Yeah, 
<laughs> or is a a different a different universe electro than the one we've seen? Yeah, he's a variant of electro. <laughs> That's it. That could be the case. Uh, so yeah, I'm looking forward to this. Apparently, two hours forty nine minutes is the confirmed runtime. So you know they're gonna have plenty of time to, to like tell what they need to tell in the story. Like I won't feel too rushed. Hopefully. Uh, and what I've seen, it may be one of, if not the longest Marvel film, like non-Avengers so far, but it certainly will be the longest Spider-Man movie that they've ever done. Uh, I think it's actually quite ironic of Garfield and Maguire in this, because their franchises fell apart because they included too many villains, and now they're being brought back, and I found they might show you how to use that many villains, but do it the right way. Yeah, exactly. I mean, I think with the whole multiverse thing, they, they might, you know, they probably find a way to get away with it by the looks. And um, I just, yeah, I read somewhere, I think it's the longest Marvel movie outside the Avengers films. And I'm glad, you know, because it looks like they've got a lot to fit in. Normally I'm not a big fan of long movies, but you think, Christ, you know, are you going to fit all that in two hours? So I think the, I think the runtime is going to be justified in, in this case. Yeah, I mean, all of people joke that like Captain America Civil War was basically a mini Avengers film. I think this will be very similar in that regard with the amount of characters they they have involved uh, and also for us in the UK we're a bit lucky, it says December 17th for the US but over here December 15th, we're getting it two days early. Yeah I've a lot of Americans I follow on Twitter are not happy with that <laughs> Well, go fuck yourself <laughs> Yeah, it's not often we get things first and we have to stay up all night to watch flipping wrestle in, so we'll have something. Thank you very much. I know it's like it's like whenever there's a pay per view, like in one of the Saturday shows, or like it was a show in Japan, and it, looks, it comes at early morning in their time, but like it's still middle of night for them. It's like that scene with a foo when the, the sins are selling the house. Ah, now you know how it feels <laughs> exactly. So, have you got anything more to add, um, Scott? Just interested to see if how much Doctor Strange actually fits into this this film, and just how much we've we're still really to see. I think the fact that we are speculating, they've shown us quite a lot, and we're still speculating about other stuff we haven't seen. I think shows that maybe they're being quite clever with these trailers. And I don't know about you, but I don't know if I want. I don't want another trailer. I mean, uh, we were actually recording this, you know, on the seventeenth, and so. We're just over a month away from it actually coming out. So no more trailers. We don't do a Batman v Superman. Yeah, no, I've, I do have a feeling this will probably be the, la- the last full trailer. And there might be a few TV spots, uh, probably, you know, a bit shorter that show similar stuff. But yeah, I, I don't, I think, that, as you say, they've been quite clever. And I, I don't foresee any more trailers coming out now. Yeah. But I've been wrong before. <laughs> yeah, uh, we all have. <laughs> so, you know, I've I've all the villains I've left to say about the lizard because you know, I didn't really think that much of the the lizard in that major fire. Other than that cool fight they had in the library while Stan Lee wasn't doing his V cameo and he was a bloody <laughs> yeah. Other than that, I had really nothing to really think about with the the lizard so i'm not too bothered about him showing up but yeah like i'm just interested if there will be a sixth novella if this is the actual you know, that sinister six movie that sony you know wanted 
Yeah, yeah, you never know. Do you think we might see their alter egos, like Reef Ethans? Do you think he might? Or do you think we'll, we'll just do the CGI lizard and, and, and that'll be it? I think we'll mostly see just the CGI lizard. I mean, the semi, I think we'll see like a little bit of him as human with Thomas Eden Church, but I, I think we're more likely to see him more than we. I can never pronounce his name properly, but I think for Lizard will be mostly CGI. Oh, oh, and there's a really cool voiceover of uh, the Green Goblin as well, isn't there? I love, I love um, William Defoe's Green Goblin voice. Oh, so speaking of people coming back, yeah, there was a quick plunge on this thing of uh, overhead shot of a uh, J. Jonah Jameson looking up. With oh yes, yes. J.K. Simmons, this is forever. I love J.K. Simmons. Uh, as an actor, uh, I think he's pretty much good in everything he, he appears in, but I will always see him as Jonah Jameson. <laughs> yes, definitely. And so getting to see him come back, obviously it's a different version of J. Jameson, but it doesn't matter what universe he's in, one constant, J. Jonah Jameson hates Spider-Man. <laughs> <laughs> like, he seems at the point, like, I remember everything still on that spectacular Spider-Man, obviously, uh, the version of J. Jameson that is sailed after the version that, G- that J.K. Simmons played in bloody Spider-Man films and the guy who voiced him clearly is trying to do his best J.K. Simmons impression that's how much he's made that role his own yeah he, re- he really did he was, he, he's brilliant as uh, J. Jonah Jameson I don't know if you've, you've watched that show on Amazon that Invincible the, the animated show about superheroes but he's in, he's in that and he's excellent in that so I'd recommend checking that out if you haven't seen it. Is it the second one when uh, <clears throat> she leaves the wedding and he says, tell them don't open the caviar. Honestly, <laughs> 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 uh, well, like, I think one of the most used gifts, especially among people I'm in group chats with, is that, that, that gift of him. I think it's the, in the first time where he laughs after Peter asks him for an advance, he goes, serious? <laughs> <laughs> well there's that outtake of Spider-Man 2 when he's prancing around in the Spider-Man suit that's pretty <laughs> hilarious uh, there's a the big twist that they're hiding from you G. Jonah Jameson and a Spider-Man <laughs> yeah. he, saves the, he saves the day in the end it's him that's going to swoop it and catch MJ <laughs> I'll just imagine Uh Oh, something actually I should briefly mention. It's nothing to do with the trailer, but it's to do with like Spider-Man. That uh, Tom Holland has actually came out and said that he doesn't know how much longer he'll be playing Spider-Man after this, and that like he's signed on for like a certain amount of films. In terms of his own solo films, his current deal says three. Now I don't I think he's still young enough to stick around for a little while after this as Spider-Man, but. Do you think we'll, and as this next phase of the Marvel of the MCU goes on, do you think we'll start to see them maybe changing things up with or Tom Holland and maybe bringing some of them? Maybe they'll start, they'll do, look for because of Molly versus Miles Morales or something like that. Yeah, I was about to say, I'd like to see the Miles Morales version. It'd be nice to have another black superhero. Um, and then one that's such a big franchise as Spider Man. So I think that could be the, the way forward, to be honest. Yeah. I think if you like, rumors were to be believed, like the Andrew, the, the Tobey Maguire Spider Man's were meant to go for a fourth film and maybe a fifth and sixth if they're successful enough. But I'm glad they didn't go that far because, like, 
Tobey Maguire looked a bit awkward playing a teenager in the first Spider-Man. I imagine I'm getting to do it in six films, but you know, out of all the Spider-Man so far, Tom Holland is the one who could probably he's probably got mm. a good few years on because he looks that young. It's not age. It's not aging at all, is he? So <laughs> he could probably play for another ten years and get away with it. He looks, as you say, he still looks so young and fresh-faced. <laughs> or just to be safe, just 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 book. Just write a bunch of scripts, just film them back to back, just so you've got a bunch of stuff. <laughs> <laughs> Tom Holland's in his mid thirties; he's somehow still playing Spider Man. Uh, he might be, you know, lucky like me, who's in his early forties but still looks twenty-one. <laughs> don't, don't I, Scott? Yes, yes, definitely. I've not. <laughs> I'm not being threatened with physical violence at all. <laughs> yeah. Uh, also, I um, imagine I'm interested to see uh, what the post-credits scenes are like, because I imagine there'll be a hint to maybe future Spider-Man stuff, like if, if characters like Venom or other characters like that are being brought in, but mm. I imagine with the multiverse, like one of the, if they do, I imagine they'll do like the mid-scene and then the very end credit scene that they often like to do for the major films, but I'm wondering if well, at least one of those end credit scenes will be actually dedicated to Doctor Strange and help set, set, set up the multiverse of madness, which is the very next film after this yeah, maybe see maybe even see Wanda perhaps because she's meant to play a part in the is she meant to play a part in the Doctor Strange film yeah yeah she's she's filmed her part she said pretty much as soon as uh, WandaVision was over she had to get on a plane to go film for Doctor Strange too so that's already been filmed that's coming out in May next year so you so this is that that's a that's perhaps a possibility to to link in mm-hmm Maybe interesting, uh, or maybe like he's, he's revealed that all we think, also they send the villains back, but then Doctor Strange discovers there's still cracks in the multiverse, and then he's got to sort it out and in his own movie. Yeah, that, that could be pretty much it, to be fair. It's certainly very interesting. I like the way they perhaps might tie into their other standalone films as well. So it's all phase four is all looking pretty cool so far. Yeah, it feels like. They've not done that much because only a few films have really come out that are part of phase or like Black Widow, Shang-Chi, Eternals and now this. But we actually think about it so much is happening this phase just to like the TV shows alone. Yeah, I know. It's, it's, um, it's brilliant. I mean, DC, this is how you do it. <laughs> I mean, saying that, you and my brother have a, a brother's book B's uh, engagement party uh, the day after the new Batman comes out and he and I are still determined to go see Batman the day before the day it comes out. So. <laughs> well, priorities, you know. Got to, got to get him right. Well, <laughs> <laughs> that looks pretty epic as well, actually, the Batman film, to be honest. Mm-hmm. But that, that's another, that's another part of another story altogether. So, are you ready to do your plugs, young man? Uh, I am a young man. Don't talk down to me. <laughs> <laughs> you may you may look twenty one, but you know, uh, I don't know where I'm going with that. I only mentioned oh. Batman because I wanted to say, like, as much, much as we made jokes about the DC universe, I'll still go see the films. I'm I'm almost twice your age, mate. I, you are you're young to me. I I may I may seem I seem young, but I've got the knees of somebody twice my age. Trust me. <laughs> Christ, wait till you get to my age then, <laughs> Jesus. 
uh, yeah, in terms of the plugs, uh, Rogue Retro Smackdown is getting back on a regular schedule where later this week you'll see uh, a new episode with myself and Sam looking at the fallout from Backlash 2000. Uh, and the following that, we'll have an ins- there'll be an Insurrection uh, 2000 watch along with myself, my co-host from Scotland Paul Brown podcast, Paul, and uh, his boyfriend, Brian, who was reluctant to join us, but, you know, Despite maybe seeming like the Poochie to our team scratchy, he still came along and, you know, we had a rip-roaring time. There's alcohol and all sorts of things. You don't even need to watch Interaction while you're listening to us. Just listen to us. We'll tell you what happened. <laughs> Nobody needs to watch Interaction. <laughs> no, there's a... There's, uh, um, I was going to say, there's an arm wrestling segment in there that goes way too long and we very rightly so rip it to shit. But... Uh, also, we, me and Paul at Scotland and Podcast, we're, uh, we did a, an episode recently where we looked back at our time in college where we, we got the chance to make some short films and laugh at the attempts, our own attempts at filmmaking. Uh, do you want to hear the story about how we were making a film and the police were called on us? You can go listen to that now. Uh, and also, this week we're starting a series called Eclectic Escapades, where we look at Frasier actors and notable appearances outside of Frasier. Uh, the first episode, we're looking at Kelsey Grammer and his iconic role as Sideshow Bob. Uh, so that'll be an interesting one. Uh, and in a couple of weeks, given the Survivor happening, uh, I'll be on ASSR podcast looking back at Survivor Series 2001. Uh, you know, main event by Team Alliance v Team WF. I would argue a top all time, uh, an all time Survivor Series great match. Sounds good. And. Uh, so yeah, that's that's kind of all I've got. A shorter plugs for me at the minute, thankfully. Yeah, I haven't got much else on at the moment. You, you can find, you can f- listen to me in uh, back catalogs if you, you know, dig in <laughs> for um, my sweet melodic tones. Um, <laughs> I've got a couple of things in the pipeline, but I'm not going to make any announcements in case they never happen because people keep um, pulling out on me for various reasons so <laughs> hopefully I'll get something done in the near future um, but you can check out our website for um, blogs and articles by myself and Anthony at uh, Rogue Opinions WordPress um, no Rogue Opinions 20 dot WordPress uh, dot com so you can check that out you can find us on Rogue underscore opinions on Twitter and Instagram, and you can find me at Carlos underscore fire eighty on Twitter and Instagram. Awesome. Yeah. Don't worry about. Uh, no, I was going to make a joke about people pulling out, but you know, what? I'm not going to do that. <laughs> okay, I'm going to bring down the tone of the podcast right at the very end. Uh, I was worried about that, so I was trying to phrase it differently, but. <laughs> I already resisted making a China reference with She-Hulk, but you had to go in there. <laughs> it had to be done. It had to be. It didn't have to be. <laughs> just don't, if you're under 18, just don't Google that, whatever you do. Corrupting because... the signs of the nation. <laughs> resisted, resisted making terrible jokes isn't easy, people, and nor is podding. Bye. Bye. Spider-Man, Spider-Man, does he 
does whatever a spider can. Spins a web any size, catches seeds just like flies. Look out, here comes the Spider-Man. Is he strong? Listen, bud. He's got radioactive blood. Can he swing from a thread? Take a look overhead. Hey there, there goes the Spider-Man. In the chill of night, at the scene of a crime, like a streak of light, he arrives just in time. Spider-Man, Spider-Man, friendly neighborhood Spider-Man. Wealth and fame, he's ignored. Action is his reward to him. Life is a great big hang-up. Wherever there's a hang-up, you'll find a Spider-Man.